Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Ventime with Connie. Ventime with Connie is a podcast that talks about different topics such as love, God, family, relationship, career, and so on. This podcast allows me to share my thoughts and opinion about everyday life events and uh, and I hope my listeners learn a thing or two or can relate with these topics that I talk about. Alright, please don't forget to follow me on social media and thank you for tuning in. Alright, let's get to the episode. everyone welcome to vent time with connie i'm your host connie so today's episode is gonna be quite a long one so i advise that you grab a cup of tea water wine whatever you prefer so let's sit down relax get comfortable and let's talk okay so today's episode i'll be talking about toxic relationship or toxic marriage so it's quite a deep one um and it can be very sensitive to some people so i apologize ahead of time if i offend you in this episode but i just feel like this is a topic that we should be talking about this is a topic that we should be aware of you know because toxic relationship is a, is rampant in this world it's very popular most people are in it but they refuse to admit it or refuse to try to amend their marriages or go to counseling seek help let's say their pastors or whoever that can help them to build their relationship their marriage so this is a topic that is very relevant today's culture or today's society so that's why i decided to talk about it and this topic is also inspired by this story that is going around if you are nigerian you probably know about this story but if you're not nigerian let me inform you about this story this is about this young lady called mariama sander i probably mispronouncing her name but pardon me so this story actually uh let me give you a little summary of it so Maryama, this young lady, she was accused of stabbing her husband to death. And her husband's name is something Mr. Bello. I can't pronounce the first name, so I'll just call him Mr. Bello. They are both young couple. They got married sometime, I guess, 2017 or 2016. I'm not sure. But this event took place on their home. And she, st- she was accused of stabbing her husband to death on 19th of November, 2017. So that's when this incident happened. So, on her own part, she said to defend herself, she said she found a nude picture on her husband's phone. So, they were having an argument and uh, the husband fall down or something. And when the investigation started, they've come to find out, I guess the, they did an autopsy or something. They found out that the husband was actually stabbed in two places. I think somewhere in the heart or in the head and the thighs or something. So you can tell it's actually a stabbing thing that killed him. It wasn't that he just fell. So you can tell that he was stabbed to death. So that's the evidence shows that he was stabbed to death. Her story wasn't really justified. It was seems as not the truth. And some witnesses also come up to the court and say, and profess that she she actually, it was actually, I think it was a friend of the husband or something that stated that he has experienced them fighting and the the wife actually grabbed the knife wanting to cut off the husband's private part and they, he was basically separating the fight. So this wasn't a new issue. That tells us that this issue has been boiling for a long time. They be having really a terrible marriage, a toxic 
toxic marriage but they decided to still stay on that marriage you know so that's a pretty sad story and that's actually what makes me want to talk about this topic because i feel like there's so many people that are going through this and um toxic relationship or toxic marriage is not something anybody wants to be in and usually in the first when someone is going through it they don't usually think they don't admit it they're being denial they're in a toxic relationship they try to make excuses for the spouse or for each other to still stay in that marriage you know and also um if we're gonna take a little background on these two people why story very famous or very you know why is going around where everybody knows about the story these two couples that um that the story about is actually they come from a well-known family the wife she's actually the daughter she is the daughter of the former savings boss i don't know what that is but and the husband is actually a, a son of a reputable former minister and his uncle happens to be the pdp national chairman and pdp is like uh, for americans pdp is like republican democrats like the political party is a well-known political party so his uncle is like the national chairman so th that means they are very wealthy so that's why this story was in the news everywhere so the judge recently just um concluded the case and found the lady guilty and she was sentenced to death by hanging so i don't know the legal term so my lawyers out there help me out on this so that's she will be sentenced to death because they found her guilty all the evidence points out that she is guilty and this happened in january 27 or 2020 so recently she was found guilty this year this trial started back in november 23rd of 2017 and it just ended january 27 2020 so this story actually makes me kind of got me thinking you know i was like wow that's ridiculous that's crazy that's a sad story and it makes me start thinking who are the people that you think plays a part on this story well i'm sure the wife she's been experiencing this issue i mean based on the story you can tell the husband was probably he was cheating you know he wasn't really loyal to his wife there's an infidelity issues going on in that marriage so the woman contributed in a way she have a lack of trust in her husband or confident and she also doesn't have any happiness you know because for you to always checking on your your husband's phone or questioning him you guys having all this argument about wanting naked pictures or this or that and you wanting to cut up his private part that's to show maybe there was an infidelity going on and i'm sure she probably have complained these issues or voice out these issues to somebody to somebody let's say her um mother you know and i want to talk about this i feel like the parents probably play a role in this they probably not but it's what i'm thinking because the lady probably have voiced this to her mother i was like this is going on we are not happy in this marriage and let me give you a little background of this these two couples are from the northern side of nigeria and they're from our tribe and in our a tribe they're very they well know of the child child bride thing and also sometimes their marriages are always arranged in our culture in the Igbo tribe sometimes that happens too but people are getting modernized now so they don't do that anymore parents don't pick their their, their daughter or their son's spouse for them they let them make their choice themselves but some cultures still practice this they pick the spouse for them and knowing that these two people are from a rich family they most likely probably were arranged so they can still maintain the wealth with Within the family you know you want rich people wants to marry rich people you know so you can maintain the social status they both parents have so i think this could also play a role let's say the wife complained this to her mother some of the things the mother probably would say is you know calm down this is your husband 
that's basically implying that the husband is always right you know you always have to protect your husband and two woman hold your marriage people always say this hold your marriage it's not only the woman that will hold her marriage or try to make the marriage work it takes two to tango but yeah it takes two people to tango it's not only the woman that will make her marriage work but the husband and the wife have to make their marriage work so the mother probably will tell her this you know hold your marriage and this is what usually happen in a marriage it's not that bad basically implying that you know she just have to deal with it you know make her marriage work anyhow any possible it doesn't matter just make it work you're not the only person going through this you're not the only person your husband cheats on it's not the end of the world kind of a thing probably shoving her feelings and her complaints under the rug so they didn't see this as a potential problem they didn't see this as something that their daughter or their son probably complaining to his own parents that this is a toxic marriage they need both of them need help both of them need to go to counseling maybe or prayers whatever it is but staying under the same roof is gonna cause nothing but problems so they probably neglected these complaints their daughter and their son is um relaying on them so also i would say the husband contributed in this in a way that of course the cheating part and plus you know the husband didn't really pay attention to his wife's um feelings and complaints he sees it as a way as a woman you're just nagging you know he, she's just complaining too much or she probably won't cut me red-handed she's just gonna keep complaining you know how we women are we always have our instincts oh you probably cheating on me he think it as he probably thought about it as a just a, a flimsy accusation or flimsy complain or a nagging you know she just gonna stop she's gonna get tired i'm married to her anyway i made her my wife she just needs to stop complaining about other girls and knowing that some witness come up saying that this is not their first time fighting where the woman grab a knife so the husband probably didn't pay attention to these things he saw it as she just overreacting didn't take serious of her action you need to pay attention to the reaction and attitude of your spouse especially when they are angry this brings me to another point before you get married i would suggest people pay attention to red flags it's very very important people need to pay attention to red flags and also pay attention to their their potential spouse um how they handle conflict conflict resolution also how they control their temper and also how they react that how their reaction is if they have a drastic reaction to things don't take it as oh no they just you know they'll just calm down it's just a joke nothing is a joke you know you need to you need to pay attention to those things don't take a, it's nothing serious she gonna get over it or when you see like your potential someone you want to marry when they are angry not just always angry towards you because probably when they are trying to get married to you everything you say is just yes 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 you know everything is just sweetie babe or other sweet stuff right but you need to pay attention how they get angry towards other people too you know that's why you see their their true colors pay attention to this don't take it as oh it's just nothing to me he's not like that or to that person maybe because he's not their wife no it's just gonna get your turn at some point it's just not your turn at that time so you need to pay close attention to that it's very very important and if you are a lady or a man thinking probably now oh that would never happen to me because i don't do this i pray it doesn't happen to anybody none of my listeners me or anybody right but if you are also a lady where you and your husband or your spouse or whatever is arguing and you're quick to grab a knife or grab a weapon or if you're a guy or husband when you are arguing with your wife you're quick to break something or grab you need to stop that means you don't know how to control your anger it 
whether you think it's a joke or just me reacting to my emotions now whoever it is if it's your husband reacting that way you need to pay close attention to it if it's your wife reacting that way quick to grab a knife quick to grab a weapon you need to start paying attention to her actions don't put it as don't put it under the rug oh it's nothing no because i'm I probably this husband why they are fighting this one of their fights the wife grab a knife he didn't take much you know consideration in it he thinks of it that she's just overreacting if you would have take proper action on those things and seek help they need i know that the woman probably don't know how to control her anger or she's getting hurt really deeply that now that she doesn't know how to control her anger if you would have take those things in consideration and take those attitudes those action that the wife is doing the wife is taking as very serious this probably wouldn't have happened you know so you need to start paying close attention to those things when your future or potential wife or potential husband is handling conflict in not so good way in a violent way either towards another people or towards you you need to pay close attention to it i need to put it into consideration when they are calm down have this conversation with them why did they feel the need to do that why can they control what how were they feeling what makes them do that you know if you guys can seek help go to counseling and people need to go to anger management classes these days before they get married or why they're in a marriage you know they need to do that because we need to learn how to control our temper that's very very important you know we need to stop doing that and we need to we need to pray that the holy spirit come into our heart to help us also to control our anger because that's not a good thing that's not some that's not how you deal with conflict that's not how you solve conflict reduce the fire not you know increase the fire you get what i'm talking about and also i'll talk about how the nigerian judiciary you know in the nigerian courts nigeria is probably one of the country that still maintain this capital punishment when you kill someone you're gonna get killed too you know that's just how it is you know it's that you get killed they'll sentence you either by hanging or just firing shots you know they just tie you up and just kill you with a gun you know so those things still occur now do i think that uh what the judge states or concluded or i don't know the legal terms basically the sentence that he issued the lady is right or wrong as a christian i'm gonna come from a christian um point of view as a christian the bible told us that we don't own our life we don't even own other people's life the only person that gave us life and own our life is nobody but god so we don't have any right to take anybody's life no matter what you leave vengeance to god i don't fight on my own i let god i let jesus christ fight for me okay because what if if this lady get killed what if i know all evidence points to her being murdering her husband what if she didn't you get what i'm saying what if she was framed what if she didn't now you those people that killed her the hanger her blood will be in your hands that means you have committed murder i don't care what it is whether the person killed or not that's why, it's, that's why i always advise leave vengeance to god don't fight those battles let god fight it for you okay that's why i don't support this capital punishment it's just not right i don't really support that i don't think no matter whatever you do i rather they put her in life imprisonment for her to suffer until whenever she is ready to die then she would die on her own than killing her right there and right there and now also she have a child both of them have a child a daughter either two girls or one girl i'm not sure correct me if i'm wrong now that child is an orphan they leave that child as an orphan now she probably be raised by one grandmother to another grandmother to another aunt to another uncle maybe one confused human being you know and why i don't know that's the only pe- that's the only person that i feel so sad and about this whole situation because they say when ele- two elephants fight the grass suffer and that's the child the daughter or the daughters or i don't know how many they are will suffer now they're gonna live without their parents then they're gonna grow up and then find out about this probably they will tell 
them earlier before they found out on the on the internet because nothing disappears on the internet you know so they have to suffer these things now and it's just not fair to them that they have to go through this and the wife oh my gosh let me come to that okay let's say maybe the husband was cheating most likely probably he was cheating and yeah and, and i know what cheating can do to a woman it will hurt you it will it will mess up your self-esteem everything will be damaged you know and i'm sure that's probably why you were fighting you are so unhappy in that marriage probably she is probably so angry about why can't the man just change why can't he just stop cheating why can't he just appreciate what he have right in front of him you know his family you know she probably wanted this and this is making her so sad and angry you know, nobody choose to be in this type of situation okay so i know probably how she was feeling i can only empathize with her right but you shouldn't let anger take you to that extreme you shouldn't let that anger take you that extreme i know in ephesians chapter 4 verse 26 if you read down to probably 28 or 30 i know the bible said that don't let your anger lead you to sin don't let it lead you to sin we should yeah you can get angry normally as a human being we can get angry but don't let lead you to sin don't commit murder because of you are angry you should learn how to control your anger don't let the devil take over you like that don't let those emotions to take over you take a step back when you are this angry when you are sad when you are frustrated in this type of marriage identify you in this toxic relationship or marriage step away if you can take your child or something to leave or something so you guys can reassess this marriage maybe go to counseling but don't live in the same roof because living in the same roof seeing that man every day or seeing the woman every day probably cause you to do something one day you regret if you will require you to leave that home leave it's better than killing someone it's better than taking someone's life it's not worth it now nobody cares if he cheated on you or not. nobody care how hurt you were nobody care how unhappy you were in that marriage nobody care how that man cheated you in that marriage now is that they look at you as someone that have killed their husband her husband and that's not a good look nobody won't hear your own story now it's out of the door now they're talking about how did you kill him why did you kill him there's no enough reason that you will come up to justify why you should kill him so i think we should think about these things before before we get drowned in anger drowned in our emotions we need to stop we need to think about this pray about it ask the grace of god to help you in this situation so that's one of the things i want to talk about i know there could be a lot to talk about you know in this situation but i would advise people out there if you're in a toxic relationship please seek help please seek counseling if you have a pastor go speak to your pastor or i'm sure in churches they have counseling people in the churches that can help you if you're a christian and you want your counselor or advisor or whatever to be a christian so they can use the bible the word of god to counsel your marriage then you need to go seek help go there and seek a christian counselor so we need to do that and stop living and dwelling in our misery stop staying living in a toxic marriage you can fix it if you want to and I know sometimes when we we advise go to therapy, go to counseling, all those things. Counseling will not work. Therapy will not work. No matter what even anybody preached to you, it will not work if only you allow it to. You have a choice to make. You can just sit there and let them just blab and nothing will seek in. You will go back to your normal behavior. It's only going to work if you allow it to work. If you let it sink into your heart. If you allow that change to happen. If you allow the Holy Spirit into your heart to soften your heart and give you a sense of discernment. 
give you sense of wisdom give you that wisdom on how to control your emotions and your anger so it can only work if you allow it it's a choice in this life we are we have lots of choices and we are the only person that can make that choice nobody else will make that choice for you no matter how saved you are no matter how holy you think you are no matter how christian you think you are you can never change if you don't allow it if you don't allow yourself to change so that's what i want to talk to you guys i want to hear your feedback on this let me know what you think please always send me the email advent time with connie i'm always 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 eager to hear your feedback and please don't forget to subscribe to me on apple Podcasts. subscribe rate and five star will be appreciated and please write me a review i want to hear what you guys think and i want to know also before i end this i want to know do you guys like when guests come in or what kind of guests would you like you know i want to hear your opinion to see because i want to grow on this podcast and i want my listeners their opinions to count in this um podcast i don't know if i'm making sense but all right guys thank you so much and i hope you have a blessed weekend and i will see you guys in another episode thank you bye bye